Well, hello there, and welcome to the Pink Book Wedding Podcast. My name is Marley, and I'll be one of your hosts. In these podcasts, we make it super simple to plan your fairy tale wedding. This is really the easiest way to get the best tips, advice, budgeting tricks, and ideas on the go. We talk to the top wedding industry leaders to give us the inside scoop on what it takes to plan a dream wedding. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Don't worry about taking notes though, you'll find all the important info right here in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pink Book Wedding Podcast to continue following us. Visit pink-book.co.za where you will find a huge community of trusted vendors, tips, ideas and DIYs. So, let's get started with today's episode. So, I got up this morning at 4 o'clock. And I jumped on a plane and I flew up to Joburg so that I can come talk to some of the industry professionals up here to see what they have to teach us. So right now I'm sitting with Tabo, who is a member of the Alate group. Welcome Tabo. Thank you. How are you today? Well in yourself. Good, good. So tell us a bit about the Alate group and how you got to work at the Alate group. All right, a quick synopsis about the Alate Group. Alate Group started off as a wedding company some 17 years ago and pretty much evolved into other service, services within the industry. Um, I mean, we've got an uh, Alate Academy, which is a school that offers a three-year diploma in events management. We've got an events management uh, entity that uh, caters for the corporate eventing market. We've also got a catering company. We've also got a bar and service company. We've also, we also manage a venue uh, in Lawrenceford. Okay. So it's pretty much a 10 key solution to hospitality and entertainment. The one-stop shop. You could call it that. Okay. And how did you get to work at the Allied Group? So it's a very interesting story. To cut it short, I was, in, I was living in Stellenbosch. Uh, doing, I'm from an agricultural background. So I was doing my research in Elsenbeck on Proteus. And I met Alit at a bar. And we sort of became friends, I think for almost a year or so. We were just friends and, you know, he was trying to get me on board. And there was a lot of deliberation because for me it was a career shift, you know, moving from something that I studied, which is in the natural science, uh, going into something that then seemed like a very informal industry. Mm. And yeah, and eventually I just yeah, took the leap of faith and uh, joined the company. That's such a cool story. Yeah. Such a moment of destiny. Yep. So tell us, what do you do for the Allied Group? All right, so I'm one of the board members and shareholders, and um, I take care of the Joburg unit. Uh, Joburg unit has <clears throat> so focuses more on the corporate eventing side of the business. Uh, so basically, I relationship manage all our Joburg um, corporate eventing yeah, business. Okay, but you guys do do weddings as well we do weddings as well but very minimal not as compared to our counterparts in cape town yeah you mentioned in the last year it was about five so on average about five plus minus five yeah yeah, yeah. obviously not quite as much as yeah. i mean we do we do have job couples that prefer to actually have their weddings up in in the western cape okay so yeah. we're going to talk about that okay. in a minute all right um i want to start with there's this old saying about uh, the Cape Town coma and on a Friday afternoon you can't reach anyone in Cape Town because we're so laid back and chilled and up here in Joburg it's the rat race and everyone is going. Do you find that it is this way? 
to some extent that's true uh cape town is much more laid back but i feel things happen in cape town uh i find a lot of uh cape townians very professional they get back to you on time or as jobek everyone is just too much on the bus too much on the go that they turn around time getting back to you on emails is not necessarily as as quick as your cape townians would be so cape townians are much more professional okay um i think it's also because of the whole Jobegas are more socialites mm-hmm. than Cape Townians, so it's the buzz is just yeah, it's just it's 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 in a very far less professional way than your Cape Town counterparts are. Okay, so yeah. always on the go, but always it's hard to go. get an answer yes, out of anyone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, everyone wants to pretty much do a bit of everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so it must be hard to kind of organize and coordinate any event up here if you're struggling to get a hold of the service providers from experience i think cape town has much more reliable service providers than jobek does that's so interesting jobek you get excuses like traffic was bad or we can do this but on the last minute oh sorry you can't do it because like i said everyone has to do pretty much everything yeah. so they tend to overcommit uh, okay yeah that's that's very interesting we might get a bit of flack for saying that <laughs> So tell me <clears throat> because there's also a saying that all the money is up here and you move down to Cape Town when you're ready to just chill and live like a peaceful life but if you want to make money you have to come up here this is where the money is is this true are the budgets bigger um i think it's true in a sense that jobek is the heartbeat of south africa okay. if not africa okay and with all the corporates around i mean when you got off the hotel you must have seen how many how much how many buildings are, are going up yeah incredible uh, so this is where the money is generated okay. this is where the money is made yeah. and you're right in saying that the money is made here but spent elsewhere aha uh, so jobek doesn't necessarily have big budget weddings Okay. But uh, so the money leaves Joburg, big budget money leaves Joburg to be spent elsewhere. Okay. Yeah. So what is the average budget then for a Joburg or Gauteng wedding? It's very difficult to give you a, a price range because there's a lot of contributing factors. Okay. Especially in the African, I mean in the African market. Because as you would know that number actually influences the total budget. Yeah. So you can get a wedding where people want to have 800 guests, some want to have 500, 300. Yeah. So it really varies. It yeah. really varies. Yeah. Okay. So there isn't there isn't a, a precise answer that I can give you. Yeah. Okay. Because I do know uh down in the Western Cape, we did a little poll of our brides there and we know that they spend on an average between 150 to 200,000. Would you think that's more or less on par here? Uh, that uh, 152 200 200 that will mm. probably for be for less than 100 guests i can't imagine yeah, it's about 100 more, guests yeah i can't imagine being more than 100 guests yeah. and maybe if you were to multiply that by 4 the number of guests and the budget more or less that would i mean correlate yeah look at it like like this if you look at almost all the jobic venues yeah. they are designed to cater for a big number of guests oh is that so whereas in uh in the western cape you get very small boutique wine farms that Intimate. most of them don't take more than 300 yeah. 200 yeah. yeah that's still big for us that's I still think that's big. big that's still but that's yeah. why it's mo- most of them are kept yeah. that's why most of them are kept yeah. whereas in jobic it's most venues cater up to 500 if not more that's incredible mm. and do you find a lot of weddings here are that size they are they are a lot of weddings wow. here are that size um i mean it's also the whole cultural thing that generally 
I mean, there's a saying that an African wedding is a community wedding. Okay. Whereas a Western wedding is, you know, it's very, very, very intimate. Very intimate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I have heard um, before, if you have an African wedding, you send out, let's say, 400 invites, but you know, cater for 600 people because everyone else is also everyone coming. Everyone going to come, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it all, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get down to business. I know that down in Cape Town, when you book your venue, they will give you a list of preferred suppliers from photographers to caterers if they don't have an in-house caterer you know, to videographers and DJs, everything you need. Is this the same here, or do you kind of have to take advantage of your coordinator's contacts? Um, it's, it's, it's pretty much different. It depends if you're going to a venue directly as a bride or as a couple, or if you're going to a venue through an event, uh, a sorry, through a wedding coordinator. Yeah. Because then a coordinator usually has relationships with very specific vendors, suppliers that they'd yeah. rather use. Yeah. And they would even before you get to the venue, suggest use this person for photography, use the person for catering. But if you go into a venue as a couple or as a bride, uh, they will most likely recommend their own in-house or preferred vendors. Yeah, people yeah. that they have worked with before. Yeah. So would you say that the Gauteng and especially Joburg vendors are more expensive in relation to down there by us? Ooh, uh, it's... Uh, Sorry, I don't have the figures at hand, uh, but I can imagine I can imagine that the Western Cape uh, vendor suppliers are much more expensive. Do you and think? I think so because, I mean, with all respect for all our Jobek suppliers, I think the best quality comes out of the Western Cape. I agree. That's what I think. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen a, quite a big tendency of couples who live here um, to get married down in the Cape. Why do you think that is? Because it is cheaper? No, it's not cheaper. No, it's not about... No, it's not cheaper. It's definitely not cheaper. Yeah. It's... Jobbing people are about trends. Okay. So I think everyone was on the whole wine lens wedding trend mm. Uh, mm. wave, riding that wave. Yeah. And again, Jobbing people like doing things that are unique and different. Yeah. So if they've seen a friend that got married... I'm not going to mention names, but at one of the very popular or common wedding venues in Joburg, they want to do the opposite. Yeah. And if they've seen someone that they aspire to be getting married in the winelands, and that's then what they want to, do. yeah, and okay. that's where they want to get married. Interesting. So. And would you say that the trends are born in the Cape, or are they born here? Trends are definitely born in the Cape. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> The, yeah, they're definitely born in the Cape. Okay. It's, and I think Joburg always rides the Cape wave. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, so without being too offensive, is that why when we see weddings that are happening, let's say now, it's still trends from two years or a year ago that we've already done? Is it because you guys are kind of still catching up on this side? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of the reasons why, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Do you have another reason? Well, I suppose it links to what you just said. Yeah. That we, 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 we don't catch on very quickly what the trends are. Yeah. You know, uh, someone will want a wedding, uh, like you've just pointed out, that they've seen on top billing sometime last year. They yeah. want to do almost replicate that this year. Yeah, that it's, makes sense. Yeah. Because again, it comes back to Western Cape does the most creative 
weddings. Yeah. And there isn't really model weddings in Joburg. Okay. So it's it's very difficult for Joburg people to see how a wedding is supposed to be here in Joburg because yeah. most of the best weddings are done in Cape Town. So I almost said kick-ass wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you can say kick-ass wedding. Okay, so I want to touch on a little bit of um, quite controversial content, if we could. I don't know if it is controversial, but I'm happy to admit that, I mean, I'm a white girl from Cape Town and I don't know a lot about African weddings. And this is the purpose of the trip. So are there more interracial couples getting married here, do you think? Or coming from here and getting married down there? I think a lot of interracial weddings actually happen in the Western Cape. From what I see. From what I see. No, they happen there. From what I see. And it could be that it's also from the Western Cape. Okay. It could also be that it's from the Western Cape. Okay. And I mean, most interracial weddings, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm speaking under correction, are actually foreign couples. Oh. Or the or, yeah, or the yeah. bride of yeah. I mean, it could be a local bride. Yeah. But the groom could be foreign groom. Oh, I've seen that actually quite often. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very rare that you find two local. two South African yeah. Okay. Two South African yeah. That's interesting, and then let's talk about same-sex couples. Yeah. Um, because that's not something that I see very often, and I mean, I do spend my life on the internet, and I don't mm. see a lot of South African same-sex yeah. um, marriages. Does mm. it happen here? A lot of those, not in Joburg. I mean, I don't know that we that we've done as the late group. I think about two that I know of, mm-hmm. um, and I think the reason is because such such weddings are kept very intimate. Okay. Uh, because it's not I, I, I don't know whether it's necessarily because of the controversy around it, mm-hmm. uh, but most of them are kept very boutique. Okay. Very boutique. I mean, I've never seen of a same-sex marriage of more than 50 guests. Yeah, yeah. quite intimate and yeah. small. Do you know if um, the Gauteng vendors cater to same-sex couples? Because I know it's a horrible thing, but there are vendors in the Western Cape that refuse to help couples of the same sex. It, I find it horrific, but it's a fact. Yeah. Do you know if it's the I don't same know here? of any. I mean, I don't even know that certain Western Cape uh, suppliers turn down same-sex, yeah. same-sex marriage. Yeah. Not in this day and age, yeah. but I mean, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that it doesn't happen here. Well, well not that I know of. Yeah, not yeah. that you've yeah. heard, yeah. Yeah, but you I've are heard. in the industry. Yeah. Do you think, because we see a lot of uh, foreign couples come down to Cape Town to get married and they have their little destination wedding where all the friends come from across the globe. Do you think it also happens here? I think naturally the Western Cape, the coast, is a much more attractive destination venue than Joburg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like I want to ask the question, but I might, I might not get an answer from you, but is there any appeal to getting married in Kaudeng? Like, are there any attractions? I only know of Gold Reef City. <laughs> I think because of because of budget constraints, a lot of people are forced to go to your west west of Joburg area. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, that's the Lanseria side. I okay. mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of popular venues there. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's generally much cheaper than if you were to get married in Sandton. Sandton. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, And I guess when I I actually come from Pretoria, but I don't remember it that well. But I do remember when you go past Hartebeespoort and 
to the Mahalisburg. That's very pretty. And mm. are there vendors there, venues? And that's where actually a lot of venues are coming up now. Oh, good. Yeah, that's okay, good. Because I remember up. it very yo, pretty. Yo. Okay. So, <clears throat> I know with us, I can only go from my own, you know, knowledge. So, I know that when we send out wedding invitations, we also give you options of where to stay because mostly we get married on a farm somewhere that isn't close to Cape Town or, you know, we go all the way to Caledon or wherever. So, we give you a list of places to stay. Is that the same here? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, good. Um... How would you say the taste differs between Gauteng and Western Cape in terms of colors and decor and themes? Or does it come back to being two years behind? Uh, that and also just in the nature of how the Gauteng market is versus the Western Cape market. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm probably going to get into trouble for this. But your Western Cape is more... More trendier, mm -hmm. more stylish. I I find that the couples know exactly what they want, yeah. and they go for for your more subtle, classy look. Mm. Whereas Jobek is a combination of classy, yes, but also very over the top, very flashy, if mm. you want to call it, call, call it that. Yeah, and that can tend to go overboard a little bit yeah, wrong sometimes a little bit overboard, yeah. yeah you have to yeah. be careful yeah. when you're planning such an elaborate wedding yeah. to not look tacky and that's where a coordinator comes in yeah. you have to trust them to help you make the right decisions i guess so in the western cape we have two types of weddings and you mentioned the wine lens wine farm wedding which is still very very popular, very popular yeah. um and then we have the beach wedding because we have so many locations that are beautiful and table mountain and blah 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 blah, blah. so what are your kinds of weddings locations up here i actually see that there's there's been a build-up of a city wedding trend i see a lot yeah. of people now wanting to get married in your baboning, yeah, you know, more towards the city. Whereas traditionally it's been like you were mentioning earlier, the Hardy Beer Sportsman mm. side, the more the western western side of Tobik where there's a lot of bigger venues that can cater for the big number. Yeah. But kind I of see a bush now, wedding yes, type vibe. Yeah. But I see that now a lot of some and it's it, it, it could also because be because the couples are getting younger. Yeah. You know, they're getting younger so they're more open to a city chick wedding yeah. as opposed to a typical farm farmland wedding. Yeah. But I can, I can see a city wedding being very cool and edgy and that's what us young people want. You want to be trendy and... Very quirky, very hipster. edgy, yes. Yeah. 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 So, I, and I know that Mabuneng, I haven't been, but I mean, I have a lot of friends who still live here yeah. and I see that's the place to that's be. That's the place, that's yeah. That's where all the young people yeah. are. So I can imagine you would have a couple of yeah. wedding vendors setting up shop there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So city venues are coming up. That's a an exciting prospect. Thinking, I'm thinking about real weddings that I can blog. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. Could you share with us the most lavish event, be it corporate or wedding, that you've ever been involved in? Just like due to client confidentiality, I can't mention any names. But that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we can try and. Imagine who it. Okay, could but be. is this from a budget, from a budget point of view, or from what was? Um, and the reason I'm asking is because I mean we we also do international weddings, um, and it could be that the budget was almost double of what it would have been in South Africa because of the whole currency exchange. Okay. Um, 
But I mean, there was once, I think a couple of years, one specific year end for one of our corporate clients that was a very big budget wedding. Oh, sorry, very big budget event. And could you give us some of the details? What, what kind of details? Like entertainment, what kind of food, was there a theme? I mean, at that time we had, I think, about three top, top, top country DJs at that time that entertained the staff. Oh, wow. Sure. Uh, I mean, the bar bill was like the most that I've ever seen. It's, it, was, it was, I think it was over two years. First night was clients and the second night was staff. Wow. It was, yeah, no, they, they went all out. All out. I mean, this is back in the days when corporates were still spending money on year-end functions. Yeah. But now it's sort of, I mean, if it still does happen, it's sort of toned down. Yeah, yeah. much smaller. Much smaller, yeah. And I feel like that is also a trend that's spilling over into the wedding industry where I'm seeing a lot of couples who, who are choosing to have a smaller, more intimate wedding because a lot of us are starting to have to pay for the wedding ourselves. Um, and... I mean, no one has 500,000 rand lying around. So this has been very interesting and illuminating to me. And I'm excited to see the feedback from our brides, especially the Gauteng brides, see if they disagree with what you have to say. Um, but could you tell our listeners how they can get in touch if they wanted to? Where can they find you? All right, so our group website is www.thealategroup.com. Um, that's the, yeah, that's our central group website. Okay. Yeah. And you specifically, um, an email address? My email address is tabo, T-H-A-B-O, okay. at alate, Okay, we'll post all those links in the show's notes just to make sure everyone can get it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. So, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Pink Book Wedding Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our industry expert and that you've learned some insider tips and tricks to help you make your wedding planning so much easier. Don't forget to head over to the blog at pink-book.co.za to collect all the show's notes and important links. And remember to subscribe to our wedding podcast to stay up to date with all the newest episodes. See you next time.